Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. This week on the five-minute warning. When Ken Griffey didn't make the Hall of Fame, people were up in arms about who had the audacity to leave him off the Hall of Fame vote. Like when Derek Jeter didn't get unanimous, it was like, who had the audacity to not put him up there? That's criticism that people in this industry get. Happening right now. What's up? What's up? What's going on? It's five minute warning. Oh, with Ruben? Yeah, I guess. It's, you should know that by now if you've been listening. I mean, I guess that's the name of it, but eh, let's just go with five-minute warning today. I hope everybody is having an awesome holiday season, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, but today, you know, this is the second time. I'm excited. Got a, got a, got someone else in the house. Um, you know him. I know where everything in my office is. But if you make me clean this, which I was made to clean it a couple times, I know where nothing was. The five-minute warning. Okay, students, this is your five-minute warning. I repeat, five-minute warning. Silence. This is the five-minute warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Wow. Like, I really want to start this show a different way. (laughs) What way might that be, Ruben? I now have to have to revitalize what I was going to do. Just welcome to five minute warning. I mean, this is, normally I would be all like whatever about stuff, but we just had this other discussion that we really can't talk about on the show right now because we have this is a family show. So I got to figure out a way to move on from that. So I just did. As as I said earlier, this is Ruben, as you know. Um, we got AG in the house. What's happening, y'all? How you doing? And on his fancy, dancy new headset and microphone, we got Mo B. Oh, yeah. So finally, y'all can hear some of the BS I be spewing up here. I mean, you call it BS. <laughs> some people call it entertainment. I, I mean, call it's it what knowledge. It you dropping knowledge. Knowledge. Kna- you know <laughs> what, man? Really? <laughs> That was funny. I mean, I be dropping. That was, I be dropping kids at the pool too, but you know, we'll be talking about that. Knowledge and Knice. How about that? <laughs> My name is Knice. Taking out the suckers when you don't know how I did it. Ah, really? Speaking of which, did anybody see the Emmys? No. No. All right. Which I expected. D Nice was a DJ at the Emmys, yo. It was actually kind of dope because when they would, when they would go to commercial. He'd be playing some some dope stuff, which made it sad because you would get hyped for like 10 seconds and then they go to commercial and be like, man, you got me hyped up and then you're going to turn it. And then when he comes back on, he's playing some dope stuff 
and like five seconds later, he cuts off. He and I'm like, man, I was about to dance up in the club in this piece, and you cutting it. That's not fair. I don't think but, I really care about your feelings, bro. Nobody cares about my feelings, but the musical entertainment was a thousand million percent better in the Emmys this year. Like they need to do this stuff virtually all the time. Like why bring a whole bunch of people together all dressed up and stuff like that when people can just dress up at their house? Like for instance, I thought it was dope when like, let's just say you got nominated for best actress or whatever. So you got sent to your house, a box, and I guess had best actress. So what happened is once like they talked about it and they went through all the nominees, the winner's box opened up and it was like a fake hand with an Emmy in it. Wow. Which was, which was dope. So, you know, electronically they did that joint and then, but everybody else's boxes just didn't open, which is kind of fast. Oh, that's jacked up. Wah, wah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so that was kind of funny. I thought that was funny. He's like, Oh, I can keep my Emmy box. And it's like, what? <laughs> so I thought that was pretty dope because literally what happened was when, um, when old girl from 227 won um, Best Actress for Watchmen, Regina King. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, they that's, they had so the glad. box right there. Yeah. They had the box right there. And that joint just opened up and the hand came out. I was like, oh, man, what is this? And then I guess it shot out some confetti, too. So, but then when they showed everybody else who was clapping, their boxes were all closed and stuff. Now it's like that's funny. <laughs> Hard to play Your that off. Open. Yeah, play so off. I thought that was, yeah, I thought it was pretty dope. Um, you know, Anthony Anderson did a thing on how black the Emmys were this year. Apparently, this is this year had more black nominees for Emmys ever. Well, I mean, you know that happens when you put up when black people do a lot more work. I mean, so and do mm. a lot of good work. And do a lot of good work. Good work. Yeah, I think it's more a political climate, but I mean, hey, you know, whatever. Well, I, I'll I say don't, this. I don't do award shows anyway, so understand. But like Shit's Creek, S C H I T T. That show on Pop TV won like all the comedy awards. I ain't get that show. I guess you got it's like to me it's like Seinfeld. I didn't understand it, so it was like whatever. I mean, it was guess kind of dumb to me. So. I thought Seinfeld was dumb too, and Friends. I mean, just all that was dumb. But you know, but then Watchmen won like four awards that I saw. So they won for best um, actress, and that was Regina King. And have y'all seen Watchmen? I have. The, it's great. The show? No, I have not. Okay, first of all, I think it's well. We'll get into that in a second. So. Her hut, you know, her husband on the show, the black dude, AG. Yeah, what about him? Yeah, he won Best Supporting Actor. He was good in that man. He really was. Yeah. And, Plus, he ran know, around butt naked and whatnot. They better give me a award for running around butt naked. First of all, okay. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, I mean, you know, he was swinging, bro. I'm like, come on, yeah. man. You got to give me something for that. And, and I but, was blue, also. Come on now. Come on, man. You're not supposed to say that. Why not? Because Tico hasn't seen it. Because Tico hasn't seen it. I'm not telling him anything. Y- you kind of did. <laughs> like, he's seen, he's seen the comic book, so when you said the color, him, you, you know, you kind of said who he was. I mean, Tico, yeah, I don't I worry about it, man. I already knew who he was. I already knew who he was. 
Well, but the dope thing about it was that if I'm correct, AG, correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't that that didn't come out until like the last couple episodes that he was Doctor Manhattan, which to me was even doper because they did that whole series, and you know Virginia King was the superhero, but literally she's like sleeping with Doctor Manhattan, and I don't think she knew, which was. Yeah, the way they did it was really cool because it's like they had your attention going elsewhere and then they threw it on you and then everything, yeah, it was crazy. Especially when Dr. Manhattan started to break it down and whatnot and I was like barely hanging on like, oh my God, what did he just... And then it just, yeah, yeah, you got to see it, Tico. It's really good. Because like, true, they didn't give any hints or nothing until like, what was it, episode... He started going crazy episode six. But then seven, that's when they told us who it was. And I was like, shut up. Yeah. And I was, I just thought it was dope. You know, they did a dystopian future. And then I think it was episode three or four, which they did the story about hanging justice. Was that four? Was that three or four? I can't remember. It's been a minute. I can't remember. That episode was so dope because it literally told the story about hanging justice, which, you know, in the, in the comic book, it was a dude with the, with the um, the rope around his neck and his head was covered and stuff like that and it was a black dude and they did like his whole origin through that and that episode won an Emmy too for the screenwriting because that episode was super dope because they just went into the history and then they brought back a lot of like you know real black history in it and stuff like that and they talked about Black Wall Street and all that, man, that whole thing, that whole episode for me was a game changer because I was like, that's when I was 100% invested. Completely. Uh, I would agree. When yeah. I saw the episode, I was like, yo. And really, is- it almost didn't get watched. For me, it almost didn't get watched because I thought the movie was awful. And I was like, what are y'all going to tell me that you already, already didn't tell me poorly? Well, but see, in the, the movie cool and was- the movie and the series are. I don't know about how it was supposed to be with respect to the comics, but the series was like, wow. So so basically what it was, it was in the future. So all that stuff, in the, and they referenced the comic book, and they referenced the old movie. That All that was in the future. So literally after the movie, this happened, I don't know, 20, 25 years later, because it was all dystopian to the point where superheroes or vigilantes, as they were, were you know working with police and all this other stuff okay you know and they weren't many around that's why like regina king's character you know she was literally the only like she was like the main thing but they had other people around but she was like you know the the main person the main superhero whatever they call it um but yeah man that if you haven't seen it yo it's definitely worth the watch you know I think they're coming out with a season two once all this craziness happens. But it's in the future, so it's pretty much like everything that you already knew, like you you it get touched on in little spots. So I thought it was pretty awesome miniseries. Um, you know. But at first it's it's like Ages of Shield, yo. It's slow. And you literally, it takes you the first two or three episodes just to try to figure out what's going on. Because it's not like they went back and did a history lesson. <laughs> they kind of like threw you in it. And throughout the the story, 
they throw you bits of history. And the real history is when I did that story about Hooded Justice. And that's when you kind of learned a lot more about what was going on. And they did the tie-ins to the comic book and stuff like that. But yeah, Watchmen, is, Watchmen was a super dope series. You know, I was very excited that they won a whole bunch of Emmys, which basically said, yeah, we about to redo this again. You know, we about to do a season two. So, but no, the Emmy stuff was dope. Um, yeah, I kind of just wanted to bring that up because I thought the whole hand thing popping out was, was super dope. And then I think that, um, I think they did a joke because uh, who was hosting it? Jimmy, Jimmy, not Jimmy Fallon, the other dude, the ABC dude. Kimmel. Who got kicked. Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel, who didn't work for like three weeks because he said some craziness um, a long time ago. He, you know, he worked it and then he opened a box and there was a whole bunch of random stuff in it. So I don't, I think the other boxes were completely empty, but they all had the same weight. So you didn't know if you wanted Emmy or not and you couldn't open it. It, you know, it opened by itself. So, um, yeah, sorry to just go into that, but I thought the image were kind of dope. And I don't watch a lot of stuff like that, but I thought that was dope. Football's back. Football's dope. Um, I'm a fan of college. I'm a fan of NFL. You know, I'm happy that um, sports is back, even though for the last two Saturdays, it's been way too much sports. Like, a sports overload, I would say. I think it's a fair. I mean, what do you think, Moby? Sports. Too much sports. Sports porn. Yeah. Yeah, it was too much. It's just way too much. It's overwhelming. I mean, I mean, I just, I'm, not, I'm not as overwhelmed as you just because I have decided that I'm not watching college football this year. So, you know, at least I still got my Saturdays for the most part, unless, well, unless I mean, the NBA's on, which it was. So, yeah, but you take you take that out. I mean, you still got a lot of sports on TV. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's, it it's, so it's still much. too much, but because it's all but, happening at one time. Yeah, the only sport I really don't watch is NASCAR. Because watching cars go in circles just don't do it for me. Now, I, I know it does it for AG, and that's cool. But it doesn't do it for me. Um, you know, yeah. Hopefully by November, everything will... It'll just be football. It'll just be college and NFL football. And I can, you know, get my bearings together. Because it's just too much. You got MMA. You got too... It's just too much stuff. The weekends are too much. It's overload. But... Yeah, speaking of sports, so today we got a couple topics we're going to talk about. Um, I guess let's just throw ourselves into it. I would like to preface this by saying I am 100% not a fan of Jason Whitlock. I, yeah, I'm just not a fan. I, I think he writes eloquently. I just, the, the times I've watched him on TV, some of his opinions I just don't agree with. Um, and one of those opinions we're going to talk about today, um, in the age of, I feel like a lot of things happening, there are sometimes when people shoot and they miss, there's sometimes when they shoot and they hit, but then there's sometimes when that person who shot just shouldn't be shooting because nobody cares about what you're shooting because anything that comes out of your mouth is garbage to a point, even though it may be, it may have some truth to it. And that's really how I feel about Jason Whitlock. And, you know, last week he had a big deal, a big deal happened because he was talking about Maria Taylor, who is, um, who works for ESPN. She does a couple different things uh, for ESPN. 
you know, she's moved up in the ranks. She's been working for like three, four years. Um, and now, you know, basically she made a mistake on a um, all NBA ballot. And basically, if I'm correct, correct me if I'm wrong, um, OB, she didn't put Anthony Davis on the ballot at all. Nope. Not first team, second team or third team NBA. But I mean, he was first team on NBA. So when in the grand scheme of things, it really just shouldn't matter. You know, ah, uh, oh, I forgot. And that should have been it. But no, you know, it basically it comes into a situation where the question became, why does Maria Taylor have a vote? And, you know, and Moby and I have talked about it a little bit. And I know AG um, has, has read the article. So let's talk. I want to talk about the Maria situation first. And then we need to go to the other situation, um, the underlying situation, which it led into um, a little bit later. But so first of all, like she didn't put Anthony Davis on the ballot. I mean, you know, I guess. Wow. How do you forget Anthony Davis is your first thought? But, you know, to me, I felt like he was not. He was not necessarily saying she's terrible. However, she did come under fire. Well, well first of all, you, you're kind of taking, you're kind of talking out of context because you just talked about how you didn't like Jason Whitlock, which neither do I. Just okay. Know. But the the original controversy happened when Maria Taylor left Anthony Davis off. Um, Doug Gottlieb yes, tweeted tweeted okay. that you know why does she even have a vote? Real question. I guess he said real question because he didn't want people to think he was being snarky. But she is a studio host, sideline reporter in her first year covering the NBA. She works a ton, not just on the league. No reason for her to have a vote. Now, I know on context level and with the current times with, you know, just all the the wokeness and women's rights that you know has come to the forefront, that could totally seem like he was attacking her just because she was a woman. And I would argue going down, y'all. We had she has a stack, a stack of Christmas movies that we must get through between the time I get off from work for the year and the time I go back to work. Shut up, man. No. Wow. That's love, right? Because before I before before <laughs> That's love, man. <laughs> no, but no, it is love, but I will say that it it adds to the Christmas. Just like you're irritated on November 1st because it ain't got no business to be any kind of Christmas, it adds to the Christmas. It's like the Quan for Christmas. It is. Speaking of Quan, yes. I don't really. We're going to talk about Cuba Gooden Jr. another day. What's been the deal with him? I've seen many memes with him. He like, built Cosby, yo. What did he do? Yo, he was touching women inappropriately. That's right, because my wife was telling me about like that. Like 20 she, women. She, and they keep coming. Real? They keep coming. Now, is this. They keep coming. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Yo, it's I, mean, I mean, but it's, it's, it's like from woman 11 to 20 legit. Is this, I mean, really? I mean, has he really touched all these women like this? I mean, I won't dare. But I mean, the the allegedly he has is what uh, you're saying. He's not not saying he didn't do it. Okay. Even though he says he's innocent. I mean, when you start grabbing women in the crotch and stuff, man, I mean, that's just a well, see, that's right, a thing. Right, I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, I will say that 
I don't really understand how a dude this day and age can touch a woman any kind of way. At all, without her permit. Because it's like, you you realize you going to jail, right? I don't get it. I mean, R. Kelly did what he did for 20 years, and Bill Cosby did what he did for 30 years. So I don't know. You can't do this stuff for free, man. I mean... You're going to pay for this. And generally speaking... I mean, you don't have enough cash in the bank to pay that check. Nah, you, not anymore. Pay. He got to make a couple more movies. It wouldn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, he because is. you can't treat people like that for free. Nah, nah, no. So that ain't gonna happen. That's he gonna be in jail. So Cooper side. Gooden Jr. has yeah. gone from radio <laughs> to Cosby. He <laughs> like Jello Pudding now, right? He like Jello Pudding. Like I really want to do that that the, the Cosby Pudding pop, but I can't bring myself. To it. <laughs> like. And we're going to talk about Bill Cosby. Okay, how about this? How about radio to Heathcliff, Heathcliff Huxtable? How about that? I mean, yeah, man, but. I mean, what? You know, you it, can say you say what you want about radio, but if it won't for show me the money. Yeah, the Quan, yeah, the yeah. Quan was good. And I mean, won't for that. I mean, that really didn't. We wouldn't be talking right, about this dude right, right now. Right, Let's just be real. I mean, because, from, because of that movie, he made a movie with Helen Mirren that most people haven't seen. But the bottom line is, you made a movie what with movie Dane is that? Helen Mirren, The Boxer. It's really good. Never heard of it. Dude, really good. Helen well, I'm a huge awesome. Helen Mirren fan. Yeah, she's awesome. So just if you get a chance, wow. I don't know if it's like streaming anywhere, because usually Amazon has like uh, like deep, deep stuff like that. I don't know. They might be taking that stuff off now. But I'm telling you, he his you know the, the character he played with Helen Mirren and The Boxer was really pretty good. Interesting. Yes, sir. So we're going to call this section tangent because we went from five things and we keep going to other stuff. Well, but that's okay. Finish your five things. We only got two. So go ahead. I mean, yeah. So number three, worst traffic. Worst yeah. traffic like in the in the country? Like traffic's already bad the rest of the year. But like today, it's Christmas Eve. I've just timetabled this. Uh, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm trying to back out of a spot. I almost got hit three times. Yeah, I get that. Three times. You're right. And one of those, I was halfway out, and the car's coming. And, like, got the nerve to honk the horn at me. Yes. And I'm like. Exactly. Yeah, I almost said, like, a five-letter word on air. Wait a minute, a five-letter word? Yeah. I can't. I refuse to say that on air because I'm not trying to I'm get, trying. I'm counting on fingers right now going, I don't even know. You have words to, about somebody, to somebody, that you wouldn't say to their face. Look, you're going to, in both of these instances, people are texting things or tweet, excuse me, tweeting things that they wouldn't naturally say to the dude's face. Look, if you're not going to, if you're not going to stay behind your words, why would you put it out into the world? And you know what? There are some times where professionalism needs to come into play. You work with this dude. You're trying to tell me you couldn't walk up to him and be like, look, man, I know you've been doing this for a minute. I'm just telling you what I, he I hear and I see. I think you talk a little bit more. Let the other two talk a little Whatever. However, the conversation needs to happen. That conversation needs to happen between person one and person two. Not person two putting it on Twitter. So person one, two, three, four, five, six, 242 also get to hear it. That is one cowardice, two 
I mean, really? I mean, cowardice kind of kind of puts it together. Because if you're not going to tell the dude to his face that he maybe should do something different, then why are you saying it at all? And in this world, we have a whole lot of Twitter gangsters. Oh, my God. The, 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 the Twitter gangsterdom is really strong because all this stuff happens and they say words and they hurt people. But they say words from the safety of their phone or their keyboard. Because maybe I wouldn't tell somebody that such and such, something real bad to them, to their face. But I can tweet it. You know, this is like, I feel like Twitter gangsters should have been the um, the title of Mean Girls 3. Because I feel like whenever anybody does that, they're just a mean girl. Or just a mean person. I shouldn't say girl, because that's messed up. But I'll say a mean person. Because real talk, and I've, I'll say this probably five million times. If you can type something that you'll say to that person's face, why would you type it? You know? And so I decided that I'm going to be not a Twitter gangster, but I think it's important that everybody has their their words and their opinions and stuff like that. And I just feel like that if you don't, then you're messing yourself up. So I decided that I was going to answer both of them. And so I replied to Joe Theismann. Of course, I got no response, whatever. But this is why I said, can we just be happy that the team won and not condemn everything they do? Man, are you kidding me right now? See, this is what happens when it takes over your world because it just changed the page on me. Crumble. I'm really mad right now because I like to talk about what I said, but I can't because, you know, it disappeared. So, man... Sad face right now. Real sad face. Real sad face. So basically, I um, I was just like, look, man, I need you to stop being an idiot. And I was like, man, I'm so sad right now because I had it up and now it's not there anymore. So sad. So... Pretty much, I told Joe, Joe Theismann, hey, look, we won. Can we just be happy that we won? And stop complaining about little things. And I went hashtag let it go. And then with Corey Graves, I said something to the effect of, come on, man. This is unprofessional. You know, if if you're going to have this conversation, you need to have the conversation with your partner than with the whole world. Because why are you going to let the whole world know your business? That's, to me, crazy and stupid and all the above. So, you know, stop being that. Stop being that guy. And I think I put, like, hashtag 
you can be better. You should be better than this or something. But these guys, these people, you know, social media is their main platform, and that's that's how they get it done. It's not my main platform. However, that don't mean I can't retweet. I can't retweet or send a message or anything like that. You know, sometimes I choose not to because I am, you know, I'm I'm not about that. I'm not about that smoke. And I'm not about, you know, just, I don't want to explain it. I'm not about inciting more, inciting more ignorance. Because really, if you got the quote unquote cojones to throw 160 letters in a tweet to complain about somebody and you can't do it to your face and they're right there, then you're just a gutless worm. This is what it is. Same thing with Joe. And Corey Graves, I lost mad respect for him because, you know, he shouldn't have did that. And then got called out by a wrestling observer. And then he flashed back at him. And I'm just like, dude, this is all your fault. You know, you could have sat there and told him, hey, Mara, had a conversation or whatever. But no, you chose to put it on Twitter. And some, there's some times where every thought that you say or everything that you think should not be on Twitter. You know? Think about it before you hit that send button sometimes. It'd make more sense. With that being said, hey, tweet about us. Uh, hashtag five minute warning. Um, once again, the email is five minute warning 19 at gmail.com. I hope you like this episode. Once again, I'd like to thank everybody who listens um, to five minute warning. You know, try to do some different things up here. I know it's only 30 minutes a week, but hopefully it's a decent 30 minutes either on your drive or while you at work, or you're just chilling, and you're listening to me. Once again, this is 5-Minute Warner with Ruben. Thank you for listening. Enjoy. Have a happy Thanksgiving, you know, and all that. Enjoy Black Friday. I hope you buy a lot of stuff. Buy me some stuff as well, and I'll check you out next week. Peace.